Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast Reboot Already Underway, the Golden Palace to the main podcast's Golden Girls. Still a good show, though. Golden Palace? Yeah. It's not like the worst spinoff ever, but it's... Uh, not like the worst, but it is ridiculous. Not as good as Golden Girls, because Golden Girls is a golden god. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Uh, no reason. No reason. And that is the uh, perfect choice of quote for his catchphrase this week. Because this week we are once again talking about one of the films from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are just interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. And this week... We certainly have an interesting film. Some might hesitate to call it a good film. But I think, nevertheless, this is a film that is worth a watch and worth a discussion. And I'm interested to hear Lacey's thoughts on this film. And that is the 2010 horror comedy film, Rubber. Definitely more comedy than horror. Definitely more comedy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I talked about it a little bit last week uh, when we were kind of discussing what movie we'd be, that we would be watching. And I said I had seen maybe 30 minutes of this. I realized now, having watched the movie all the way through, I'd seen far less than I thought I did. But I remembered bits. I, I, I We're not in spoilers, so I'm not going to say like right. when. But uh, I had seen like probably right a, a good solid like maybe 20-minute chunk in the middle, maybe a little bit less. So, yeah, I, I had thought that I just needed to see the beginning and the movie would make sense, but now I realize that even having seen the beginning, uh, the middle and the end, um, it still uh, doesn't make sense in the way that I was looking for at that time. Um, but overall, I'd say I enjoyed it. Um, certainly interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that it's uh, I, it's not the bottom of the list. I, it's above Blade, but um, that's actually the same placement for me. One yeah. above Blade. But uh, it, it it like Aaron said, I think it definitely is a movie that if you're interested in movies, uh, you should definitely watch. So why'd you put it on mm -hmm. the list, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, this is a film that it's it's one of those films like as soon as you hear the premise. You're like, this is probably going to be terrible, but this is a film I need to see. You know, you just see the headline. It's like, watch the trailer for this movie about a psychokinetic tire that murders people. And you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to watch that trailer. <laughs> so, I mean, this was a film. Actually, what happened is, like, the first time I watched this film, I actually only, I also only saw, like, 20 minutes of it. But I saw, like, the first 20 minutes of it. And okay. then... I forget who I was watching it with at the time, but I was watching it with someone else, and they just gave up. They're like, no, I can't sit through the rest of this. <laughs> so we turned it off, and then I had to go back later, because I, I hate leaving movies unfinished. Right. So I went back later, I watched the whole thing, and I was like, you know, you hit a certain point in the narrative, which we'll get to in spoilers, mm -hmm. where it's like the whole film just kind of is like, like folding in on itself and everything, <laughs> and that, that it was that moment that I'm like, I love this film. You know, like... It's it, to me, it's hilarious. 
it's a great like meta deconstruction of films, of storytelling, of the cinematic experience. And you know, it's just I think that's why like I put it on this list. Even though as we've mentioned, I didn't design this list with the Gateway to Cinema moniker like in mind, but I think that this is a film that because it's addressing like the cinematic experience it's a worthwhile one to watch and then discuss as Mm -hmm. a film that leads into the larger world of cinema all right yeah i agree i agree and i'm just so excited to talk about spoilers aaron all right so let's get into this if you have not seen the film highly recommend you watch it i guess Lacey would basically recommend it you said you enjoyed it well enough yeah, it's one of those things where, again, I really enjoyed it, but it might depend on the person. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like I said when I watched Love Witch. I'm like, eh, it, it's not for everyone. You need to really know what your tastes are going in. And if you like whoever you were watching it with, if you get in that far into the movie and you're like, I'm just not enjoying any of this, then you probably won't enjoy anything after it either. Honestly. Right, right. So. Uh, you know, know your own tastes and that kind of stuff, but yeah, yeah. If you, so if you haven't watched it and it sounds interesting to you, highly recommend mm-hmm. it. And if you have watched it or just don't care, we're going to talk about spoilers now. <laughs> I can see this being one that people just won't care about. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so I had no clue what this movie was going in, I guess. I like I knew about the tire and everything because I had seen those 20 minutes. I, I Just so we're clear on what I had seen, we came in at the scene where they feed them the turkey and they, like, <laughs> rip the turkey apart. And then instantly my dad was like, no, this is dumb. And he switched the channel. I'm like, no, 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 go back for a second. I need to see what this is all about. <laughs> and uh, we watched, like, a little bit longer and we get to the part where um, the tire blows the... Uh, the, the maid's head off or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So that's about all I had seen. Um, well, I mean, I think that's definitely not the way to experience the film because the the opening scene is, is just, like, so good at setting the stage for, you know, what mm-hmm. this film is. The whole <laughs> car drives to the desert, knocking over the, all the folding chairs. The guy gets out of the trunk, <laughs> dumps the water on the ground, all this. And he's just like, this is an homage to the no reason. You know, like, things happen in cinema for no reason. He gives examples like, you know, E.T. being brown. And he gives, like, some (laughs) examples that are just, like, obviously, with humor in mind, you know, in Oliver Stone's JFK, why does JFK suddenly get (laughs) shot by a random stranger? I love the one where he's like, but life is filled with no reasons. Why do some people like sausages and others don't? And others don't. No reason. No reason. <laughs> like, it's, it's perfect. Right, so it's basically in, those, in that, like, opening speech, that's the deciding factor on whether or not you will enjoy the film. Like, are you just going to be like, okay, I'm with you, mm-hmm. I'm along for the ride, I'm not going to ask questions, I'm just going to watch this film? Or are you going to be the type of person who will be like, no, this isn't as profound as you make it out to be, or this is, like, I can't deal with the fact that you don't explain where this tire came from, all this... If you're going to be like that, you're not going to enjoy this film. No. And that's that's fine. But. And I think it's also maybe having it 
this deep in us doing this. Like, maybe, I think this is, like, episode 15 now. I think episode 14. 14? Because we okay. covered one on Oh, yeah, the... that's right. on Drive. Main nah, podcast. Um, I, I think it's interesting to have seen it now that we're in the, we're deep in this podcast, kind of. We're, uh, we're exploring movies. We're, we're digging deep. We're looking at themes and stuff. And I think it's interesting to look at a movie that, and I'm not sure, but I think maybe doesn't have anything to say, really. It's just like, <laughs> this is something that is completely random. And our, it's... Here's a fun little side story. Uh, I love the Beatles, in case listening to this people didn't know that um and one of my favorite stories from the beatles is when they uh made i am the walrus and it was all because a, a group of college students at uh i don't it might have been oxford or something they for some poetry class they were dissecting uh beatles lyrics and when they <laughs> and they were so john lennon records i am the walrus and whenever asked about the meaning or whatever, he's like, oh, yeah. Right after we were done recording, he's like, I'd like to see him figure that one out. Like, he just does it because it, he's messing with people. And I feel like that's a lot of what this movie is. It's, why did he knock down the chairs? No reason. No, none of this makes sense. Oh, tire. Blows people's heads off. Oh, okay. All right. Is it attracted to that lady? No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. No reason. <laughs> okay. Why is he watching a workout video? No reason. Oh. Is there any deeper meaning to any of this? Probably not, no. No. Okay. I mean, like, the thing is, I think you're right in that the movie itself has no real deeper meaning. I think the best way to experience this film is just kind of, you know, the superficial things are just going to be happening. There's no real explanation for it. Just enjoy the ride kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I do think that, you know, I, I said, like, this is a film, like, a comment on the cinematic experience itself, and I think there is some interesting commentary to be found in that. Because, like, one of the things I think I love about this film is that I think, especially, like, currently, I think film criticism has kind of gone off on the wrong track. I think that a lot of people, basically, when they're critiquing a film, they're looking like solely at like plot holes kind of thing like i know you're much more favorable to them than i am but like cinema sins for an example mm -hmm. regardless of what you think of them i'm not a huge fan i know you like listen to their podcasts and all that so you're probably a fan but mm -hmm. the whole idea of like everything wrong with this movie is means you know going through critiquing all these plot points these plot holes finding every single tiny little thing that doesn't line up like why does this happen here why does this happen here and i think that's the wrong way to view films you know i think that if you're doing that you're hindering your experience of a movie because all movies as as shown with like all the the range of films that cinema since has covered any film can be taken down like that and made out to look like an awful film mm -hmm. and i think that movies are more than that like movies are inherently flawed but if you're looking if you're looking just at those flaws you're missing the larger picture you know it's the classic quote to error is human to forgive divine kind of thing mm -hmm. you know you gotta be able to look past the plot holes you gotta look past the things that as this film states as rubber states happen for no reason and you gotta be able to just enjoy the experience that the film has to offer 
Yeah. No, I, I agree. Hmm. Yeah, no reason. No reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's just such a weird movie. <laughs> it at, is a weird movie. At one point, I was just, I was just, what? <laughs> like, oh, excuse me? <laughs> like, like you said, I, you kind of hinted towards it earlier, when the movie starts to fold in on itself... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, we're done. No one's watching anymore. That's exactly the <laughs> moment I was talking about. <laughs> it's and like, none of this is real. It's like, what are you talking about? You have a stuffed alligator <laughs> under your arm. <laughs> yeah. like, and he just looked at me so? like, so? Yeah. What, what do you mean? <laughs> like, that was the biggest laugh in the movie for <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's that perfect, like, the camera pans down, pans back up. So? <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, that that was a huge huge laugh as well, um, and then just the fact that that he comes back, he's like, "Oh no, they're still watching," and he's like, "All right, back to normal, everyone," and everyone's still like, "What what are you talking about? Like, no one else is in on this. It's just him <laughs> and the accountant guy, I guess." <laughs> like, okay, um, all right, and then the accountant guy no brings, reason, brings him food. No reason. The accountant guy brings him food that he knows is poisoned, and then uh, he eats it willingly, and uh, and dies. <laughs> like, I do also really like like the whole poison food subplot though, because that kind of reminded me. Like as as I said, this is a film that I started watching, and then didn't end up finishing on my first watching. I think that's what the we were kind of getting at with that poison food thing. It's basically like, this is what we're feeding to our audience, both in in the film itself, they're feeding the poisoned food to the audience. Mm -hmm. In the the movie itself, is feeding us, the viewer, this film about a a tire (laughs) that explodes things with its mind. And so it's basically like, you know, saying like, yeah, for most people, they're probably going to get sick of this and just quit like halfway through. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be one, there's going to be like that one person, that one guy in a wheelchair who sticks it out, who's like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see what happens. And then when he starts to give them critiques, <laughs> like by then he's like, now, what was the point of the tire burning? Like, like I get, like, it's there, but there's no like big scene. And he's just, he's like, oh, we'll take it into consideration. And they close the door. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh come on. Like, uh, man. Yeah, it's, um, the other big laugh. Like, there were, like, little, <laughs> okay, like, chuckles like that throughout, but, like, right. the crocodile thing. And then when the tricycle rolls out, and he's like, he's reincarnated himself as a tricycle. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this movie's, oh, God, it's something. Um, it is certainly something. I'd really be interested to take this film and show it to someone who has no clue what it's about at all. And just, their minds would probably friggin' explode. They'd be like, what is this? <laughs> not like the people in the movie. No, just, no, not like just that. Just metaphorical. Right. And he goes on a bit of a killing spree at the end there, though. It's like a couple people he kills at the beginning, and then three days later, and the whole town is dead. I'm like, oh, God. I do love that, that like... That, that progression though like when the tire burning scene and you're just like they film it in such a way that's like the worst tragedy that's like ever <laughs> yeah and then it instantly cuts to just random shots of people with their heads blown <laughs> off three weeks later oh man it's ah, beautiful it's um yeah it's something <laughs> um 
Yeah, so so with comedies, it's hard to to discuss them super in depth without just repeating all of the jokes, um, <laughs> which we butcher because we don't have the same uh, medium as they do to tell them. Um, so, again, if you've listened this far and you still haven't seen it, if any of these jokes sound interesting to you, they're much better in the movie. So, give the movie a watch. True, true. Um, yeah. I love that characters just come in and out of the film for no reason. Like the little kid. He kind of plays it up like he's going to kind of be important to the story. And then he's, uh, he's just gone. He's done with the movie. Okay. And then the lady at the beginning, she's important for the first half, and then you like don't see her for a really long time. And they bring her in at the very end to, like, coax out the tire. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> you weren't even a part of this movie for so long. Um, but yeah. no reason. For yeah. no reason. How much was this movie made for? Uh, I believe it was, like, somewhere around, like, half a million dollars. Holy crap. Okay. I would have expected a little less, actually. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's obviously... Not a whole lot. Two of the biggest uh, use of the budget was probably on the remote controlled tires. Okay, that, so I was reportedly just that ask, was pretty difficult too. <laughs> yeah, because those okay. were yeah the, the they controlled the tires through uh, remote control. Okay, so they had little mechanics inside hmm. making it roll around, which you know looks pretty great. Like you know, yeah, it, it does. doesn't look like someone just like threw the tire and watched it roll. <laughs> it looks like it's actually moving on but its would own. That mo- would the movie have been better if they did it that way? <laughs> I don't know because I think I think by having it having the movement feel like organic to the tire itself, it makes the character. It makes it feel like more of a character. And I think the the little bit of like sympathy that you have for Robert yeah. the tire, yeah. It makes the film so much better. Because you're just like, oh man, this is an adorable little tire. Look at him discover the world and all this. Like, I think they said one of the reference points for the tire's personality at the beginning of the film was Wally. They're like, we're going to make we're gonna make this tire kind of like Wally. You know, he's just a cute little thing rolling around the, d- the desert and, you know, discovering new things and new items. And you're like, oh yeah, that's what we get. And then all of a sudden, he starts blowing people up. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, five hundred thousand uh, dollars only made ninety eight thousand dollars back though. So, uh. um, well, I'm sure it's one of the things where it's got a limited theatrical release, probably then video on demand, and mainly was a festival screening. Yeah, I would assume. Um, so I didn't know this. Uh, the person who directed it also wrote. Uh, wrote it was the cinematographer, the editor, and the composer for the movie. Like, oh my god, okay. Yep. Certainly <laughs> an auteur. Oh, yeah. Uh, something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about Rubber? It's uh, kind of one of those see it for yourself kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a film that needs to be experienced, just like inherently. It's it's not something we can really dive into because as we discussed, it's mainly a lot of things happening for no reason. Mm -hmm. But I do think it was still 
a worthwhile film to watch and have this little discussion about because I do I do see significance in kind of the statement it's making about cinema. You know, the fact mm-hmm. that sometimes you just gotta accept things the way they are and just enjoy the experience of a film as opposed to getting hung up on nitpicks, which doesn't which doesn't mean you can't critique films for plot holes right. and stuff like that. But I think people are getting too focused on that as opposed to you know letting themselves just enjoy. A movie. Mm-hmm. So this is a film that I think if you love movies you're going to love this movie. I I think Maybe. that this is a film that kind of like <laughs> well I mean like if you love like the art, you love yeah, okay. cinema going experience, if you love you know delving into how films are produced and how films are made and all that, I think this is a film that's really enjoyable and just you know, it's kind of, it's not just an ode to the no reason, it's an ode to the art of cinema itself. Mm-hmm. I love that they show up at Hollywood at the end as well. I'm like, uh... Yeah, you feel like they were definitely trying to make a sequel out of yeah. this. That would be even more, like, meta deconstruction, but... Yeah, I'm that's not after, gonna happen. I'm Probably for the best. $98,000, it's uh, not gonna... <laughs> No one's busting yeah. down any doors for Rubber 2, you know what I mean? But that's probably for the best. I don't think I'd want a sequel, because you no. can't drag the joke out any longer, really. No. I mean... It's I, dragged out a bit too long in this moment already. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The film does feel a bit too long. That's actually... That might be a critique for me. There's a lot of shots of the tire just rolling around, and then there's a lot of shots of just desert. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, seven establishing shots for one thing and maybe that's and what it's they were not a it's for. not a long movie overall so you no. kind of feel like they were trying to pad the run time yeah. a little yeah because it's only like what an hour and 20 hour and 20 yeah so rubber yes uh as we stated earlier it ranks 14th on both of our lists yep right uh, above blade God, blade <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's it's a movie um I don't think it will end up at the very bottom overall. You don't. We'll just wait. I don't think so. Not for you. Maybe for me, but I haven't looked at the list in a while. I don't think it'll be at the bottom. Now, I don't want you to tell me which movies, but I'm interested to when we get to those movies. You gotta let me know if you think I liked them as much as you thought I would or would not. If that makes sense to anyone. Oh, well. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I guess this has been another episode. It is. Okay, wait a cinema. Now, Aaron. I ha- I have an idea for next week, unless you had something else no, in mind. No, go for it. What, what's the idea for next week? Well, did you have one? No. That you were looking to cover? No. Because I was thinking, in the spirit, I was trying to look for, you know, as we've been doing, in the spirit of the new release, what's kind of related. Oh and we God. got Transformers 5 coming out soon. Yeah. So I was thinking we should take a look at Attack the Block which is like an action comedy alien invasion film. Okay. John Boyega's in it. It was pretty much his breakout role. So, Attack the Block, then. And it is streaming right now on Crackle, actually, if you don't want to pay for it. I don't know if you like Crackle or not. I haven't used their service, like, ever, but I noticed it's up there. I don't know what Crackle is, even, so... It's one of um, those ad-supported streaming services. Oh, It's, like, really? the biggest one... I can't believe you haven't heard of it. No, no. But yeah, it's up there for any listeners who also want to watch along. I also want to point out, before we close, that a lot of movies on the list have been added to Netflix. 
So, uh, if you want to, everyone out there, uh, look at the list. Go to Netflix. Uh, I know Zodiac's on there now. Mm -hmm. um, God, there were a couple more, but I can't remember them right now. But a couple got added recently. So, uh, I know we were complaining that a lot of the movies got taken off Netflix right when we started this podcast. Um, right. But some new ones are on. So, definitely look for those. Watch them so we can you can hear us talk about them later. All right, but All right. next week we will be covering Attack the Block. All right. So if you want to find Lacey around the web, you can find him at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Yeah, uh, just want to pimp out my uh, Wonder Woman review as well. Still up there, but also I wrote a review for It Comes at Night. Uh, so you can read that. Um, yeah. And if you want to find David around the web from the main podcast, you can find him at dbex. Dbex with two S's, Dbex15 on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. And this clever blog name is already taken.tumblr.com. I posted a review. I have mine for Wonder Woman as well. And then I also have one for Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. It's up. real good. Everyone go read so. it. It's not a good film, but I kind of liked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so if that tells you anything, never listen to Aaron's critiques of movies on you. No, I'm just <laughs> That's true. No one will ever trust um, my I'm opinion again. Um. And if you want to find the main podcast around the web, you can find us at RebootRDUn on Twitter. You can give us a like on Facebook for new episodes and news and other items. You can check our episodes out on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you like us, leave us a review. And so... I guess that is another episode of Gateway to Cinema. Yeah, it is. Until next time. Yep, okay. Don't think it. I'm not thinking it. Don't say it. I'm, I'm not going to say it. Bye-bye, man. All right. I just, I never know how to react once you've said that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs>